Welcome back to the King Melly Podcast, where every opinion is welcome and every voice can be heard. This week's guest is Michael Wade, Cassius Life's very own Michael Wade. He joins you this week to discuss his journey to becoming the host of the internet show Cash Bar, where he encourages his celebrity guests to share various gems with us while playing video games, Tekken, 2K, you name it. He's interviewed the likes of Ryan DeVoe, Cypher Sounds, Mac Wiles, Lil Rao, Anderson Pac, you name it. Many other celebrities that we know and that we like, many other artists that we bump, any actors that we watch on television. Check it out, you might like it, you might enjoy it. So he's no stranger to I'm like, this is regular to him. At this point, he's damn near celebrity himself. And I, and I, was, I was thankful for him coming on the show. I really appreciated his presence on, on the platform. We had a wonderful conversation about many other things outside of his experience with Cash Bar. Overall, he shared a lot of wisdom, a lot of gems that he picked up along his journey as well. So I think a lot of people will be able to take something away from this interview. But before we get into the interview, there's one thing that's on my mind. One thing that I took away from the NBA playoffs this past week. And um, that is, Philly's going to have to decide whether or not, or Philly's going to have to decide who they want to build around. Because they can't have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. The two can't play with each other. Uh, they hinder each other's game. There's no space on the floor where they're playing together. It's kind of like they're holding each other back. The one game where Joel Embiid sat down, I actually expected the Brooklyn Nets to dominate the Sixers and win the game. But Joel, not Joel, but Ben stepped up, gave us 31-9, dominated, and showed everybody that when there's no center in a hole clogging the lane, he's at his best. However, when Joel came back, he showed us that he's just too valuable to want to give up. Well, he finished that game, finished game four with like 27 and 14, something like that. He claims that he, was, he wasn't he was in full health, but I don't know, man. For somebody that's not in full health to be able to dominate the game like that, that was scary. I'm not going to say up here and decide who they should trade, but this is something that should, they should definitely consider. Getting rid of one of those guys because both of them together on the floor at the same time is hindering Philly's growth as a team. It's shortening Philly's championship window. So that's just something for Elton Brand to think about going forward. I'm no GM, like I said, I'm no GM. This is just an observation that I saw from this past week. But I'll leave it up to them to decide that. But enough about basketball for now. Let's get to the conversation. Testing, testing, it's on, it's valid. Might have to get close to this shit so niggas hear us. Alright, cool. But cool. we go to you though. I don't know if I don't know if y'all hear the music in the background. We live from the Grapevine Studios. Oh yeah, facts. You hear the vibes though. You see the vibes. <laughs> so it may come in and out, but I'll fuck with it. It's valid nonetheless. Yeah, it's a cool ambiance. That's a fact. But I'm I'm joined with my son Michael Wade. I am Michael Wade. Say hello to the people. How you doing? How you doing? Thank you for having me, boss. That's a fact, man. You know, it's, it's, it's a long time coming, but you're here. Oh, yeah, for a fact. You know, the history goes way back. Like, I definitely know you from, you know, past lives and all <laughs> that. So, it's, 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 it's cool to see you doing your thing and we can reconnect and collaborate. That's a fact. But like, like we were saying before we came on the show, as long as you have a talent, anything that you think you can spread to the world, it's important to create. Just mm-hmm. try it. Just try it out. Just do anything. Facts. Anything that you feel like. And it's funny because, like I was saying before too, it's it's I, I, for me it was hard for me to accept the fact that I'm quote unquote a creator mm-hmm. because art takes so many different forms. But what I've realized is that anytime you find yourself doing something, and it's like it, it, it gives you like a, a, a sort of a piece to yourself, or mm-hmm. it's like a living meditation almost. Mm-hmm. That's considered art. I mean, I, at the at the same time, I think um, art is expression. 
and art is your form of expression. Right. Uh, at times, art can be bottled or or, or captured or, or tunneled into this kind of one lane, or your art has to be uh, a visual, mm-hmm. or your art has to be a particular piece of audio. But at the same time, the way you think, the way you express, and the way you convert those thoughts into actual meaningful content is what makes it the art. You feel me? So That's you got to right. find somebody who can find that. You just gotta be able. You really gotta be able to know yourself. Mm-hmm. This, this is a sentiment that I've, I constantly repeat on the podcast, if not every week, but often. But I just want people to be able to learn themselves, know themselves, mm-hmm. to figure out how you express yourself, and then through that, you'll be able to be an artist in your own life. I mean, you understand yourself through art. A lot of artists have grown. A lot of artists have create created pieces after significant changes in their life. So um, I definitely feel like it's, it's, it's almost like a journaling, a journaling of your experiences and a documentation of what you're going through, the growths, the the, the, the the developments, as well as the levels. So it's always a good It's funny you said journal because now that I think about it, this is, this is kind of like an audio journal when you mm-hmm. think about it. And what's, what's funny about, you know, the, the, the things that we have in our generation is the fact that our kids and our kids' kids are gonna be able to look on it for going on the internet and look at the shit that we was doing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, if, well, I don't know if the podcast is still be up, but mm-hmm. they can still they'll, they'll have access to Instagram. I, I'd assume, of course, you, you know they'll have some some type of access to at least some archive, I should mm-hmm. say, to be able to go back and see the things that we were doing and, and see how we expressed ourselves. So it's interesting. Well, you mean well, I mean like at the same time, like we've come a long way. We've we've come to see. A lot of transformations and changes and developments in social media mm-hmm. in the world and things that have come and gone like i remember bebo you feel me like i vaguely I, remember I, bebo. I, 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 don't even, I wasn't really on the but bebo everybody didn't heard of skonex right you feel me? <laughs> so, at the, so at the end of the day Yo, and skonex i was, was wicked yeah, I, I was never a part of it you feel me i wasn't I wasn't older now. Nah, Skonex is wicked, bro. My older cousin used to show us Skonex. Skonex exactly. is wicked, bro. My older brother, if you had an older somebody, they put you on. So the orange what... shit for high school. Exactly. Yo, Skonex. I'm really sitting here thinking about all the shit that my cousin showed us on Yo, Skonex, and bro. everybody's trying Skonex to get in, but they made you verify. Like, yo, all right, so what was your schedule like? Or, nah, Skonex, uh, they used to go extra hard to, exactly, yeah. to make sure that everybody was in high school. The screening they used to process go extra hard was something. So like, I can't even respect knock, that. In retrospect, I can't knock them for that mm-hmm. because that's how you avoid a lot of shit. And that paved the way, but... And you also think about things like YouTube that are still there today that have developed That's what I think. into for tycoons. Fact, I feel like YouTube is going to be there for the year. Mm-hmm. I feel like for a fact, YouTube, because Alphabet is not going anywhere. Google's not going anywhere. So mm-hmm. YouTube has to be there. And it's you where know? you shelf your art. Like at the end of the day, like you can either put it up on yes Instagram. And, mm-hmm. but, but honestly, we don't know if Instagram is going to be around right. for our kids. But it might be because Facebook is around for, for us. And then it went up to our parents. Right, so. and, and I think um, when it comes to like social media, mm-hmm. excuse me, when it comes to social media, I look at Facebook as the conglomerate. The conglomerate. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think Facebook is just going to continuously find ways to reinvent itself mm-hmm. as social media continues to progress. So Instagram, the Instagram content that we have and the Facebook content that we put out there, it might still very well be there. Documented somewhere. It's always documented somewhere. And That's I mean, right. we always going to have it too. So um, another thing that kind of gets lost is like people document so many things so they forget that. You could share things like when you interpersonally meet somebody, like when you when you interact like face to face, you mm-hmm. could be like, Yo, this is what I used to do or this is what I do on the side. A lot of people do a lot of stuff on the side. That's a fact. But the the quality and, and how good it is is now gauged on how many viewers you have or how much hits it gets or how much listens it, it, it or streams, I should say. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Michael Jordan kids is not as good as him when it comes to the hoop and then all that stuff. That's but at the end of the day, 
You got some kid, LeBron James Jr. He about, he look like he might. Nah, he not bad. No you, funny. You feel he, me? He not bad. I can't even lie. He not bad. There's always hope in the future. For, for somebody whose who's father's an all-time great, he can hoop. Mm-hmm. So now bringing it back to art, like you got you got Van Gogh who has pieces that are still around. Like mm-hmm. Mona Lisa is still is still there. Like if you've seen it in person, you've seen it in person, but you've seen a print. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's a stamp. That's a visual. That's a piece of expression during that Good time. Good art is timeless. Well, I mean... Nah, that's what it is. Good art is timeless. Yeah, because I was going to say art could be timeless, period. Because, mm-hmm. for example, if something is is, is bad, quote-unquote bad, mm-hmm. it's going to stay around so that people could continuously laugh at the fact that it's bad. Well, I mean... So that, it's like... That's, that's all perspective, and that's what art's supposed to do. Art is supposed to be your expression that, I don't want to say triggers the other feelings in other people, but how people react to certain art mm-hmm. can tell you a lot about them. That is a fact. That is a fact. And I, you, you mentioned something about two minutes ago. You said um, you could just show somebody art off mm-hmm. the side, off, off social media, and just show it to them without the metrics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I brought up a question. This is something that I think I think Kanye posted probably like two, three, four months ago. I don't know. I don't know how long ago. Mm-hmm. But basically, what he was saying is he thinks that we should have we should have social media accounts that don't display numbers at all. Mm-hmm. And his reasoning behind it is that it will cause people to not compare themselves as much because mm-hmm. I won't look at my picture or I won't look at my work of art and say I only got 50 views on it meanwhile Mike got 10,000 mm. I don't have no 10,000 or nothing but yeah, it'd be there. But, right <laughs> but now what I'm saying is yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. the artist is there without views then everybody mm-hmm. would be able to just objectively look at it and take it for what it is I think also too mm-hmm. me personally at least I can't speak for everybody else but me personally sometimes when I look at something on Instagram and I see it has more traffic than everything else, mm-hmm. you're kind of more biased towards leaning towards it. Like, you think it's more credible because more people mm-hmm. are looking at it, more people are viewing it. And I think the numbers kind of skew, skew things sometimes. The numbers skew things until the numbers develops because, at the like, when, when you think about numbers before, it was only like. You know what I'm saying? Facebook kind of created the like. So now with Facebook paving that way like you can like on almost everything you can like a comment you can like a text message nowadays when you think about the variety of reactions you feel me now you have views and then there's a ratio of views and then likes so mm-hmm. even the numbers are comparing themselves so that's a fact. It's, it's showing that's transparency a fact. No, that's a fact. um but i do think it's a point like if you level the playing field and i think the word like is is often used when it comes to um, education and academic access, uh, equity. Mm-hmm. Like when you allow it, not not really equality, but you allow everybody to have like that level playing field so that everybody can shine. It'd be kind of dope. I think it would also kind of, if it were to happen, increase the amount of interactions that people have or the conversation that stems um, from social media. Like, yo, you following this person? It's word of mouth. You feel me? Like, right, opposed to me just seeing that you follow him. Opposed to me yeah. seeing that he has a whole bunch of followers and you assume that, ah, mm-hmm. you probably know him already. More of like a free-thinking kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of perspective on things. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the words together, free-think, can raise a lot of, you know, right. questions. But at the same time, you feel me? Somebody got to take the different angle. That's not a bad way to look at it. That's not a bad way to look at it because... Ultimately, my, my main thing is this. I just want to figure out how we can continue to... Like, I don't want to lose him in interaction. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I'm... My, my main thing, I really just want technology to stop where it's at. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to advance anymore. I think I think it's causing us to just, you know... Be more like... 
in seclusion. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I remember I was listening. I was uh, listening to something other day. I was listening to a conversation between Bill Simmons, who's a sportscaster, mm-hmm. and uh, Adam Silver, who's the who's, uh, NBA commissioner. Mm-hmm. And basically, what they were talking about, they were talking about the the mental state of most of the the young NBA players. Mm-hmm. And Adam Silver's observation was that now, compared to back in the day when teams were on tra- on on planes and buses traveling with each other, players are just like in their own little world. Mm-hmm. With their headphones on, on their phone, in their own little world, opposed to back in the day, 20, 30 years ago, they're interacting, they're mingling with each other. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing now, even in situations where you're forced to be around people, you're still be on your phone. Mm-hmm. There's multiple times you done went to a get together and everybody's just on their phone with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at the rate we're going, if we don't, if we don't realize what we're doing, mm-hmm. that's just going to just find more ways to continuously keep us wrapped in and roped in and addicted to it. And I just, I just want to find ways to, 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 um, what's what I'm looking for? To promote human interaction, it's mm-hmm. my main thing. I just I feel like technology still is robbing us of that. So I mean, at the same time, if you think about technology taking away from human interaction, it brings some people closer together, and then you realize that human interaction um, is also an art. Like people have different types of ways of communicating and interacting. Mm-hmm. If it's your choice to be by yourself. I don't really think that's at fault or to fault of anybody or anything per se. Um, you also True. have some some players that are in their own zone because they're on different platforms or different levels of the game. And there are a lot of disparities in the league. Not saying that it wasn't like that before or back in the day. Right. But back in the day, there was more of a culture. Back in the day, there was also a lot of... Like, I, I, I recently found out that I believe Oscar Robertson was somebody who advocated for, like, players' rights and their their their, their choice to yeah. play wherever they, wherever they, they wanted, wanted to. to. Play, play or, mobility. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Free agency, that type of conversation. But now you got, like, the internet being broken over certain players' free agencies. Like, like those are just things that are just going to grow and sp- I don't want to say spiral out of control because they haven't spiraled out of control yet. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have that faith that there will always be those gatekeepers of technology. There will always be those gatekeepers of entertainment, of media, of music that just be like, yo, wake up. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I, I know y'all getting caught up in all the good stuff we got, but there's still life. Right. And we are still people because you got some, some players that are phenomenal when it comes to their own interactions in their family, mm-hmm. their interactions with fans, um, giving back to the game. Um, and then you also got some celebrities that are great with interacting. When I, when I say celebrities, I mean like entertainers, uh, actors, uh, artists, that they're secluded when it comes to being out in public. And sometimes that... Right. That's stand- just their personality. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's personality. And that's the thing, like, people aren't acknowledging personalities. Like, they're trying to say, I, you gotta be a certain way, or what? Nah, that that I definitely do here. I hate the fact that people, I feel like more and more people don't realize that we're we're all very, very different. Mm -hmm. And I think the more people realize, or the sooner people realize how different we are, then the easier it will be for us to coexist with each other. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is this. I think a lot of times what I what I see nowadays, especially on Twitter, mm-hmm. a lot of people are constantly just like forcing their opinions down everybody's throat. Mm-hmm. What you gotta understand is, like I said, we're all different. There's literally no way that everybody on this earth is gonna think the same exact way because mm-hmm. we're all different. So I think it starts with us realizing one, we're all different, and two, because we're all different, not all gonna think the same way. So the least I could do 
is just figure out why you think the way you do. And try and understand the other side. Right. And try and understand, figure out why you think the way you do and try and understand why you think that way. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to realize, I bet, maybe we, won't, we don't agree on that, but at least I understand where you're coming from. I can't knock you for thinking that way. Even though to me it may seem ignorant, but that's just how you were brought up or you were, you find yourself in a situation at a point in life where you mm-hmm. had to move this way. And I don't know, I just, I, I think that um, the sooner we realize that, the better. That's a gauge of intelligence. Um, to be able to understand somebody else's perspective and also understand that you may not agree, mm-hmm. but not take away from that person or not take away from yourself, like that takes a certain type of person. And I don't want to say that a lot of people aren't intelligent, right? but we've also become very, how do I say, groupthink-ish as as be like, I right, my man said whatever. So I, I gotta right. rock with that. Or people just constantly find ways to confirm their bias mm-hmm. or, or shit like that. And I disagree with my best of friends all the time. You feel me? <laughs> all and the that's time. What makes that's, us best I'm about to say that's what makes us best of friends because we don't agree on we don't agree on much on many things. And that, and then moving past that is also a level of communication. Like some people may look at the person and say, Alright, cool. That person doesn't look appealing to me, so mm-hmm. maybe I might not engage. And that's why they in their phone. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, you constantly trying your best friend and the people that you may be in relationships with whether it be family or people or, or somebody that you're dating mm-hmm. and then at the same time you trying to figure out who they are you trying to test them and sometimes you may fall in love with the differences because that's a part of the growth process right. i've fallen in love with people's differences i've understood that there's a different way to look at things and i may not agree with it at the time but it has bettered me along the lines of progression in future experiences like mm-hmm. you ever walk away from somebody that di- that you disagree with like son i don't want to say that person was right but Wait, he, he got a she got a point though he got a point me? though but i remember that as a kid and i had those experiences with my teachers mm-hmm. i had those experiences with my coaches and i had those experiences with my family like my mother and my uncles and my I, even nowadays more so my brother and and, and, and my father too like yeah. i understand that our differences are what allow us to move forward. The difference is what, is what keeps y'all together as well, too. It's what mm-hmm. keeps the bar sharp. Because then you realize you who you need. If that person has a different kind of perspective than I, cool. I gotta, I gotta have that person around just so I know what it looks like from the other end. Because I'm not always right. Mm-hmm. And that's also another thing. The most successful people are understand that they're not always right. It's a fact. So well, that's the, why the most successful outsource. people realize that. They realize what they they learn they figure out what they don't know. Mm-hmm. They realize I don't know this, and they figure out, all right, who do I go mm-hmm. to find this information? Now, who do I know? Who do I go to that knows this or does this better than I, so that I can empower them? Then how do you find that out? You gotta bounce around a little bit. You gotta disagree. You feel me? You Facts. gotta turn away and walk away from certain people to walk into the people that you're destined to be around. It's a fact. I, I think for a lot of people, what it is is just um you know it's just very uncomfortable to be around people that you don't agree with, mm-hmm. or it's very uncomfortable to just disagree with somebody. Period. So it's just like off, off that alone, and, and and it's funny because I was listening to something else the other day. I think it was like Oprah Super Soul conversations or something like that. When I'm when I'm feeling spiritual, mm-hmm. and basically what her guest was saying on the week on that, that particular week was saying that our thoughts are not necessarily our us mm-hmm. in the sense that you know we don't know where our thoughts come from. Our thoughts is something that's just happening. It's not necessarily us. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking thinking is more so happening. With that being said, the it, it's very arrogant for you to just have an opinion and stick to it mm-hmm. or have an opinion and not hear anything else because it's like you, you hold on to something that's not even really you 
You know what I'm saying? You don't even really understand why you think like that. So mm-hmm. the least you could do is, you know, swallow your pride and communicate, converse. Like you said, bounce off topics with each other. Have, mm-hmm. that, like, have that dialogue and figure out why I think this way. Why should I think that way? Why do you think that way? And just, you know, have that dialogue. Without that, there's no growth. And maybe I understand what you mean about the technology. The technology sometimes can stunt the growth. Sometimes you can be so caught up in the technology it. and you trust the technology so much that you're not even trying to step away from it to build. You're not trying to step away to learn the next thing that you can post to put people on. Mm-hmm. We consume in a lot of stuff that other people are putting out. So sometimes when we consume it, we trust our phone, but sometimes we subconsciously trust the things that come straight through it. Right. And, and it's easy. Like you said, we consume a lot. We consume a lot of content, especially. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very easy for you. Like, there's mad times where I'll be like, I'll be thinking about something and I'll hear like a podcast that I just recently listened to come to mind. I'm just like, yo, if I wasn't, if I wasn't wise enough to realize, yo, this is the, I, where I got this thought from, mm-hmm. like, I could easily see how people get misled. Because mm-hmm. it's like we live in an era where it's so easy to just wait for somebody else to tell you what's going on, wait for somebody else to explain shit to you that you don't even want to think for yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like there's times where you know information and you and you find yourself fact-checking it on Google. Fact-checking yourself. Mm-hmm. Shit that you know that <laughs> I'm saying something. Make, make sure I'm not wild. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts, facts. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Like, yo, we double-check that. <laughs> or like there's times where somebody asks me like a math problem like for example, an older person like an uncle or owner asked me a math problem, get mad that I'm taking out a calculator. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, just do that shit with your head. Stop relying on the phone so much. It's mm-hmm. like think for yourself, so to speak. But it's, it's something that you just gotta be conscious of. That comes with efficiency too, because like obviously when we was coming up in school, we started doing math where we needed the calculator. Mm-hmm. But did we really need the calculator to figure out anything in real world mathematics? And that I when I didn't realize that until I got to college, like I took prob. I didn't take one math course. You feel me? But I didn't. I didn't the, take one math. No, I took one. I, I took one. I took a stats course. Yeah, I, you took. Well, you I went to, to stats. I went to real world math in the real world. That mm-hmm. was my course, and it taught me about like voting and 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 and, and how those uh, uh, numbers and formulas look like. How you can have a large amount, the winning amount of mm-hmm. votes. Accumulate like a cumulative amount of votes that win in favor of a particular side, but you may lose based off of the electoral votes per per um per per state. You understand what I'm saying? So when it boils down to those type of things, it's like, do you understand how it all applies? And when you creating a problem that needs a calculator, are you creating a problem that can be solved by a human? Rhetorical question, but at the end of the day, that's kind of how technology goes. Like we, 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 sometimes we create problems, or sometimes we create things, and the problems come from it. But mm-hmm. life is about finding the solutions, right? <laughs> now I'm just, I'm just. Now nah, nah, you, you said a lot. Just not trying to figure out which part I want to, which part I want to respond to. Life, I like that. I like that in the part. Life is about finding solutions. I think, and it's funny because I was early today. I was thinking that it, it, it'd be it'd be stupid of you to think that once you reach a certain level of success that the problems just stop yo more money more problems like it's so like it's so easy like it's so easy to just think like because you know when you as as a, as, a, as a human you constantly fantasizing about the future the future, the future seems so perfect to you. Mm-hmm. but then you realize that yo even a person that's quote-unquote successful or quote-unquote filthy rich in your opinion mm-hmm. on your eyes is going through the same exact problems that you're going through, just on another level. On a different level. Like, so it's like, it's really, I, 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 that stood out to me because life is really about just finding solutions to the problems that you constantly find yourself in. Yo, honestly, I, but I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, I can't necessarily say like the problems necessarily come 
from yourself. Sometimes you do create problems for yourself. Sometimes you may make yourself uncomfortable. Like when you work out, you got to put strain on something for it to get stronger. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And that's really what it is. I also see it as tests and challenges and, and, and hurdles that you got to overcome. Like you never know what you can do until you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even, and I'll even bring it back to like the creation of a podcast mm-hmm. or the creation of content that you would hope enlightens the mind of somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Tupac said it a long time ago. He may not change the world, but he'll spark the brain that. That does. You feel me? It's a fact. And him saying that has allowed him to change the world. Because through his music, he's damn sure inspired a whole bunch of people. You feel me? And that's all it really is. Like being the person that innovate, innovatively creates another line of thought. Another path that somebody can go down and be like, hey, maybe I want to live my life like this. And whoever mm-hmm. they encounter, they either going to accept it or they not. Going back with something you said earlier as well, too. You said this. I remember you mentioned that it's, it's, it's so much content out there, so much things to distract us. Mm-hmm. How do you? How, how do you? How do you stand out? You feel me? Like how do you find your lane? How do you stand out in a world where, like, I look at the. <laughs> I look at the I look I look at the I look at the internet as like a, a, a ocean, mm-hmm. and it's like you could just you, your content is just literally like a little portion of the ocean. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you want to reach out, you want to reach the entire ocean, but your content only reaches this small little portion. So it's like being that there's so many different content, so much different content to choose from. How does one stand out? How does how does one elicit that change or, or, or like inflict that change to somebody where it's like yo I want like how do I spark that attention to somebody if it's so hard for me to reach people? Um, you definitely gotta retreat. Retreat? What you mean by retreat? Like you gotta you 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 gotta give in. You gotta accept that you are a human being. Like yo, I consume a lot of content. Like I'm on my phone a lot. Instagram mm-hmm. tell me how long I'm on my phone. I'm on my phone for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna lie to you, like. At the same time, like, I'll provide this disclaimer. A couple, defi- by definition, means one or two. One so or two. <laughs> I hope not be nobody think like, damn, he in his phone. Right. But at the end of the day, like, who isn't? Right. Like, you check your phone for the time. You check your phone to... For the weather. To reach out to somebody. Right. You, you look at your phone for some music if you're getting ready. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of technology that I don't want to say it's become like an extension of us. But Instagram went down or started acting wacky the other day and people were like... Niggas was itching. <laughs> you, you feel me? And, and that's something that you really got to think about. And and, and the, the, the time that this is being recorded, like we're in the season of Lent. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like me, yo, I love juice. I gave up juice like during the week for Lent. I ain't gonna lie, I haven't been perfect, but I understand I'm a human being. Right. So when you understand that, you understand you make mistakes, then you also allow yourself to think on a different type of track. You allow yourself to think like, can I be better? Can I have done this differently? Mm-hmm. Can I have, could I have reacted to this situation in uh, another manner? Mm-hmm. And then that's how you challenge yourself. Because if you're not gonna challenge yourself, then what you gonna wait for somebody else to challenge you? So then you gotta be pressured to be better. Like sometimes, and at the end of the day, you know, you, you only person that knows yourself as good as you is you. Exactly. So, so it's like you, you really can't wait for somebody to, to to put that battery in your back. Only you know how the battery is put in your back. And people mm. do not take the time to be real with themselves. Mm. And and that's something that I had to understand in this last year as well. Like I had to be very very real with myself. Like. This last year has been the best year of my life as well as, and I can't say the worst because the worst is a stretch. Right. It's been one of the hardest, but that's why I've learned feels, a lot though. I've learned so much. You understand what I'm saying? Like I transitioned from a nine to five 
into the quote unquote leap of faith, and then that was rocky as hell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and 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 then I I received one of my biggest accomplishments yet, mm-hmm. and then now I'm still back to square square one. Like I'm preparing to tour again. I'm preparing to hit colleges the same way I started. Mm-hmm. And that humble beginning, that mental preparation, I take time to myself sometimes. I can't say there are times when I don't look at my phone, but there have been days when I have not even wanted to touch my phone. Mm-hmm. And I take heed of that. Like sometimes your body says, yo, retreat. You don't need that, right? Yo, you don't. Like, yo, you forgetting who you are. Like sometimes you look at yourself and you're like, yo, not necessarily saying who am I, but yo, what's next? Like you've accomplished a lot. What else do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Because that's what makes you you. When you was younger and you wanted to be a part of a a team or a club, you practiced. You was like, I'm not good enough. You practiced until you were good enough. And then it's like, all right, now I got to be the best. Or now I got to contribute. Now I got to be a team player. Now I got to be more selfless. Now mm-hmm. I got to score more. Now I got to step up more. And that constant assessment is so necessary. But you can't take no assessment and noise. An assessment is not a test, but it's 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 a good gauge a of what you feel me, what, <laughs> what you might need to test. Facts. Or where you, what you gotta catch up on for mm-hmm. the test, what you gotta improve to meet the bar. It's like, yo, if I go into the gym and I do a full body workout right now, mm-hmm. I might realize that I gotta do a little bit more push ups. I might realize that I gotta to take more time to spend on legs. Mm-hmm. If I go to the gym right now, I'll probably be hurting. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'd be in pain. Because Blink is hitting me like, yo, you haven't been here. You're not trying to pay. Like, what's up? Like, we about to, do you still want to be a part of what we doing right now? And at the end of the day, I had to take that time to be like, yo, Mike, chill. You got a long time to be brolicking. I'm gonna enjoy this skinny, the slim shit. That's how I'm feeling right now. You feel I'm, not, me? I'm not gonna hold you. A lot of people are like, yo, why, yo, if you do this, you do that. I'm like, ah, calm now. Like, I can I'm, maneuver. I'm this right I now. can like, maneuver. I can find the, shit the, my the, size. The, the day I go brolic, it's like I can't just go right back to being slim. So you, let me enjoy the slim shit for now. Yo, if I go brolic right now, I'll probably never go back to being slim. I it, I gotta maintain that. Not saying it's a problem, mm. but I wanna gradually get there. Keep it stacked though. My, my main thing with the gym is once I reach my fitness goal, mm-hmm. I don't wanna go back. Like I don't wanna like main code on, like mm-hmm. like I don't wanna have to, I don't wanna have to like f- go to the gym forever. You gotta afford like, for that. the rest of my life. Like, like, I don't wanna be do able that to afford that. But at the same time, like you don't have to. You don't have to go to the gym for the rest of your life, and you gotta you gotta feel and you gotta understand so many parts of you. Like every day, you learn something new about yourself. Facts. Every single day, no if matter. If you paying attention, at least. If facts. you're paying attention, if you're not paying attention, and you're wasting days. If you're not paying attention to like like yo, I didn't learn this about myself, or I I don't need to work on this tomorrow. What the hell did you really do? If you're not paying attention, you're wasting days. I like that. And you can't get them days back, by the way. You, you will never get them days back. It's quiet for them. And then, and then people people bulk up into problems. Excuse my language, I'm Jamaican. So <laughs> people bump into problems. They run into to situations and they're like, damn, like, how do I get out of this? It's not getting, there's no getting out. It's just going through. It's a fact. It, but, I mean, yo, you got time to go through stuff. I got time to have my wife and my kids that I need to be brolic to hold it down. Hold it right. You feel me? <laughs> it's I got a time, time place for, for everything. I got time for that. Right now is the time to be slim. You feel me? I don't want to marry the weights too much. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm going to remain athletic. 
I'm gonna play ball with my bones still work. It's a fact. You feel me? I can still move. I can still I can still give you a clean hundred push up some, today. Some people if I wanted to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to. But at the same time, some people they could do a hundred push ups in in, in 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 an hour and then do another hundred in the next hour and do another hundred in in And that's in, in and an that's valid for them too. But they can't me? they can't touch their toes, they can't put their arm behind <laughs> their back, you feel me? Yo, they can't do this, bro. They, they can't they, touch the elbow. They don't see. They, they can't, can't exactly because the they can't see what I'm doing. They can't. I'm doing all type of stuff. Slim dudes could do. You feel me? Like I could go in the club and dance and dudes, move. Right? You brolic. There's just this one brolic bop. I'm 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 gonna let them try and figure it. Bro. You feel me? I like the club. I like to be able to slide by and. <laughs> I got time for that. It, it it'll come. It'll come. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to get back to something though. You said that last year was, was the best year of your life. I don't want to. I don't want to misquote. You said it was the best year of your life. Yeah, it, it 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 definitely was. Within this last year, I've grown so much. So, as far as the growth process, where do you want to start on on, on the growth journey? Mm. You want to start at the beginning of the year, middle of the year, whatever you want to start. Mm. We'll start where you want to start and walk us through the best year of your life. I'll go one year from today, right? This when this is uh what's March? We're in March. Mm-hmm. End of March. Mm-hmm. So end of March, I'm like, damn, son, I'm broke. I just took my leap of faith, like in January. And what's your leap of faith? I left working at a school mm-hmm. um, for a nonprofit, and I don't. It 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 it, it was it was it was great. The like, leap of faith was great. The leap of faith was was rocky because then I understood so much stuff about myself that like I hadn't felt before, like. A lot of times you always want to be at work and be like, yo, I don't know if I'm really feeling work. I don't know if work was 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 where I needed to be. What's, what's going on, son? I saw A easy. Yo, it's a lot of people in people here. Real quick. What's going on with the people? It's the, the jelly. It's the jelly man, man. <laughs> we out here, man, Brooklyn, New York. Oh man! What's going on with the world? And it's closing the location. They're not gonna talk back to you. They, they, oh, they're not supposed to know the location. They're not hearing this. Ain't, oh, this oh, ain't oh, live, bro. Must love the easy for letting me that, in the studio, though. We appreciate that. We definitely appreciate. That's the where space. technology take you. When you, 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 you get that response so fast. That's a fact. I'm telling you, the I accessibility you. is something nowadays. That shit is crazy. But I mean, yo, a year ago I was withdrawn. Mm-hmm. A year ago I was. I, I took a step back to try and figure out what my next step would be. Um, a year ago I was preparing to go back on tour mm-hmm. again. I took my leap of faith from my job, so income had me like, damn, am I gonna be able to do enough shows? To, to, to be sustain. where I was at Yeah right. I was comfortable You know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. they take care of you And you do what you gotta do Right But I took an unconventional route And Then a couple months later Fast forward a little bit I got an opportunity to host my own show And it wasn't like my show That I created mm-hmm. But I feel like they welcomed me and it felt like home. It felt like it felt like your show. It, it, it felt like I mean, it felt like home, and that's the thing. Like, you don't gotta be like, "Yo, this is my house." You're not walking around your family. This my crib. Right. This this where I live. <laughs> you feel me? You don't gotta announce that every day. Exactly. And 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 I don't. I didn't feel like I had to do that coming in. Mm-hmm. But for the opportunity that I waited since college for to happen like that, it was like. I dreamed this to be so many other ways, but mm-hmm. the way it happened, it was like, yo, I couldn't have been happier. Like my team, I knew everybody who was on my team 
or I got to know them. Um, and I say like I knew them because like I had seen them around. I'd heard from them. I knew people who knew them. So, you know, like the connection was meant to be. And then the team, like right now, the team is no longer together. Like mm-hmm. everybody has gone their ways. Going to not, separate. Not, not necessarily saying. Um, not like you're not cool, but it's just mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not working in that space together anymore. Yeah, like, like, like people grow. And it's like, I have to also understand that I can't expect to have everybody around me to make me feel comfortable all the time. Right. Like when I walked in, I was very, very like. Glass, glossy, glossy eyed. Like I'd never been starstruck before. I wasn't starstruck by the people that I was interacting with, and mm-hmm. I was now in, interacting with celebrities. For for the record, um, my own show. Well, the show that I host now is Cast Bar, mm-hmm. um, pushed by CashlessLife.com. So like when I encounter the guests, the the talent that come onto the show, it's like, dang, we both here working. Facts. And I got my team with me. And, and they got my their team. team. <laughs> I met your team. All right, cool. So let's do what we got to do. And then the conversation got different. And that's what I do. Like, I do conversation. And that's the thing that had me like that. Like, I signed up for this. Like, I really signed up for this life. And this the life that I'm living right now. Like, I'm... I, 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 Yo, I woke up in the morning and I and and I got paid to speak and have a conversation and be an energy in a room. How did it feel when you finally when you finally got that show, that first show? Mm-hmm. I say when you finally got that first show. How did it feel? Describe that feeling. So, it wasn't mine. It was like, "Yo, come in and record." And I came in and I recorded. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I right, this is cool." Y'all don't ever have to have me back, not never. <laughs> it was nice meeting you. Like, I'm talking to you, feel me? Yeah. Like, all right, thank you, thank you, walking out and whatnot. And it was like, yo, um, dang, I just did that. I'm calling people up, and I'm not even saying nothing. I'm just calling people up. I'm not calling them to be like, yo, I just did this. I'm just calling them to let them know, like, yo, I'm good. Like, I'm happy. I'm right doing very now. good. Right. I'm, I'm feeling very good I'm right now. I'm feeling very good right now, and that's where it needs to be. Because when people see you down, they they they're concerned about you. They, mm-hmm. they or when people see you withdrawn, they're concerned about you. Like my Instagram slowed up. You feel me? And we talking about technology. We always gonna get back to technology. We mm-hmm. came up in this time where you you slow down on the post, and people like, yo, are people you checking okay? out for you? Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's dope. That's wavy. That's dope. Like a lot of people gonna cheer with you when you're there, but who's gonna miss you when you're gone? And and when you understand that those people, you know, think about you, or those people praying for you, and mm-hmm. those people wishing you the best. Then when the best come, you know it wasn't just you. You know you're not here alone. You get to share that with people. It's a fact. Um, I think the next hurdle that I got faced with was not doing too much to be like this is what i'm doing because a lot of people had like prepared me and held me down going into that 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 like first show i got my show era or realm like we still talking about the year that's what i'm saying how much changed like mm-hmm. i went from i did a college show i did college shows this time uh for april um shout out to rpi i'm about to be back there in troy uh april 6th hopefully i'm out in old west the following weekend um, and then after that, I gotta take a break. Oh, no, nah, it's the door. Who ordered food? All right, so, um, 
Yeah, my bad. Uh, Bentley had some people pull up. Um, <laughs> I to know what the podcast is about. You feel me? We going uh, up. They, they, they subscribers and all that easily, easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, around the time this time last year, April, I was still doing shows. So hmm. April, uh, early April, I did RPI. Shout outs to RPI. Uh, I'm back there April 6th. Um, I'm also in OS the following weekend, mm-hmm. and then I'm taking a little break, and then hopefully I could round off upstate again and take some more bookings going into May. Fact. So that's how I'm thinking last year this time as well. And then I do my little stint, and I'm also like, yo, is this what I'm going to be doing? Like, am I just going to be hosting forever mm-hmm. on, at colleges and then be mad old and got my, my kids <laughs> on stage? And I mean, I hope the bag is bigger because the colleges still. got it. But at the end of the day, like, is this really what it amounts to? And then, as I said before, I, I did, like, the little test run. I came in and I did, like, maybe two two guests the first the first time I came in and recorded. Mm-hmm. And those episodes pushed. And I thought it was going to be a little temporary thing. Like, I, I pushed it. Like, I was like, yo, check this out. But I waited till it dropped. And that's the thing about content. Like, I understood the dynamics of it. I understood being called in because people know of your work. Mm-hmm. And I understood having to speak of your work with people to verify, like, yo, I know what y'all want from me and what I got to provide to you um, and what I'm capable of. Because I I definitely wanted to be somebody great, mm-hmm. but for damn sure I didn't know how to be me <laughs> next to these great people that are already great. You understand what I'm saying? Speak, like, speak on that for a little bit. You said you didn't know how to be you next to these people who are already great. What did... Was it a feeling of inferiority or was it just a feeling of, oh, I don't know if they'll accept me being mm-hmm. me, being that they're already well established? Um, I don't think it's really about acceptance. I think it's about personality. And, and I've spoken on this before and I speak on this quite often. You really want to make sure that you understand what your personality is mm-hmm. and what you're getting paid to do and how you're getting paid to act. Mm-hmm. Not saying acting like you're not being yourself, but... If I'm hosting a show, I have to make sure that the show goes as planned. Right. If I'm hosting a dinner, I have to make sure that people understand when they're being fed. I have to understand that people... (laughs) (laughs) You feel me? No, I'm weak because at dinners, that's really how it be. You really be having to make sure the tables is on point. You know how it goes. As far as as food service goes. Because at the end of the day, the silverware, you be hoping they don't got no heavy silverware because they start tapping on the tables. People start to get restless. Everybody start getting antsy. Everybody start getting antsy and start getting hangry. (laughs) Like, that's not something I ever advocate for because I think, yo, you just mad. Eat a snicker. You feel me? That's Mm. where, that's the the commercial with it. That's some way we advertising. No funny shit. But at the end of the day, they they tackled something that's really an issue. Real shit. People get hungry and start to get mad. Start getting angry. Getting their Feelings. But you got you got to be able to balance those personalities in the room. Mm-hmm. So as the host, you have to be the head personality. Transitioning to on camera now, there's an outcome. There's a tangible goal. Mm-hmm. I can't necessarily say that we can say we want this to happen in each episode because the episodes, if you watch Cast Bar, they're very unpredictable. I go into every episode thinking I'm going to win. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, he, he's playing. He's playing them in not even just 2K, right? It's various games, video games, video yeah, games we, in we, general. We've played 2K. Uh, I I then took some L's in 2K. Um, 
But I done took some dubs in 2K. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I, I done won with the Nets. I'm from Brooklyn, <laughs> so shout outs to D'Angelo Russell. He doing his thing. He doing his thing. He had, he had, he had 44 last night. Yeah. This is, we recorded this on the 20th of March. He had 44 last I'm night. I'm telling you, career man. Career high. I went, I went to bed early. I knew I should have stayed up and watched the whole game. But Yo, he I had a career high last he's night. He's ready. He's, he's a baller. He's a baller. But I mean, in, in the same situation or in, in the same breath, he doing what he paid to do. And I realized, yo, this is business. Mm-hmm. What do y'all want from me? Like, y'all seen my personality, but y'all didn't really tell me what y'all liked about it. Y'all didn't really tell me what made y'all choose me. And then I had to realize that I just had to be me. I was already chosen. Mm. Y'all didn't tell me why y'all chose me. I realized that I had to be me, and that's why I was chosen. And the moment when you stop being you, they'll probably find somebody else who could be them. So like I'm, I I didn't. <laughs> no, I felt. No, I'm really. I felt that one. I like. I felt that one. Yeah, I, I know. That one. I, know I, I know that I one, that sat, one. That one sat with me too. I ain't gonna lie to you. That one sat with me <laughs> because every yo, it's almost like I don't. It's it's it yo. This 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 industry is definitely not like the league. This industry is definitely not like they violate you mm-hmm. or who, whoever hires you or, or asks you to come work with them just says oh you don't it I, I guess it could be like that but that's not my experience mm-hmm. and some people in the league and I and I guess we could compare it to the league because I had hoop dreams growing up who did it what I'm saying? And, <laughs> who did and, it and my hoop dreams I didn't I didn't see those dreams you feel me vanish vanish <laughs> <laughs> I still remember the moment when it was like, yo, it's just not happening. Yo. It's, it's not. That's just not what God has or, or, in his plans yeah, for you. Or that, yeah, that moment where you got to be like, all right, we what, really gotta, what's You got to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. You really got to sit down like, yo, it's clipped. Yo. That's not it. And let me tell you this something. This is just recreation. I, I I made the varsity team in high school, mm-hmm. and I wasn't the star player. Let's just say that. <laughs> but I did win a championship. Eight years ago today, <laughs> I won a championship. I'm not even gonna lie, yo. My man's put it up on on Instagram. Shout outs to Manny. He, what school? He, uh, Midwood. We went to Midwood. Never yeah. Knew that. So 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 my man's Manny. He 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 took us to the title. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that was in 2011. I went to college that year. Mm-hmm. And also in college, I realized I wasn't gonna play ball. You understand <laughs> what I'm I had a, I had an option to try and try, and try out. out for the team. For a couple teams, I was going to change <laughs> schools. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to chase it as long as it was running. Like, <laughs> but I also hosted for the first time mm-hmm. in 2011, and ironically, like it all came through the phone. Like, like, what, what was your first hosting experience? Who, who gave you the opportunity? Oh man! Um, shout outs to BSU, the Black Student Union on my campus of Oswego. Uh, they allowed me to host uh, a dinner, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, what's the like? Who hosts back, a going dinner? Back to a dinner? Like, going you, back to these dinners? You feel me? Yeah, like right. that's how, And I'm like, "All right, cool. It makes sense, but at the same time, how? I, I have never, ever, ever, like how? <laughs> have you ever watched a video of somebody hosting a dinner? Never." I've seen people host dinners though. You've seen it. I've seen it. I, I was a fresh. I just came off the court. Yeah, how, did, how did you? How did you even figure out like how I'm gonna put together this program to host it? They kind of said just talk, and I was like, 
Right. Was did it come natural for you? Did you get the mic and it was just it was flowing for you? They 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 said speak and then I was like, all right, I'll do it. And then when the day came, they gave me an itinerary, and I realized that that's what this was about. I am the vessel. I am the loudspeaker. I have the microphone. I have the soapbox because if you go back to historic, like references to people speaking or mass communication, that's mm-hmm. what I was studying in school too. Like you go to school, normally athletes got to study. Not normally, but some athletes study communication. Right after that, they'll just go into the broadcast industry and get a mm-hmm. job uh, analyzing whatever sport that they Fact. were playing. Shout out to Shaq, shout out to Charles Barkley, shout out to all the people who's doing that, that created that lane. Me, I, I like basketball. I liked watching it. I didn't really want to talk too much, like, and I didn't think I could analyze at that pace. Mm-hmm. So mass communication and broadcasting, I figured I'd use a camera. I, I learned how to work cameras in church. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Growing up. So at the same time, I'm like, I wonder if I say that a lot, but everybody will hear that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to break habits like that. I was now given a platform to speak, and people reacted to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I decided I'm when people. I decided when people ate. You feel me? And I, I think that was the, the the pivotal moment when I realized, yo, people are depending on me. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's depending on me, then I got to do what I got to do. I did not get paid. I got to show up. You feel me? I, I, I'm here. I, I'm not getting paid for it. I'm here. So you didn't get paid to be at practice when you was practicing in high school. Mm-hmm. I, I was hoping to get paid one day, but you got to practice. And then I got booked for another event and then i got booked for another event i think like my third event was probably a speed dating event in Cuse, and it was pretty fun it was pretty interesting Mm -hmm. but the more events that i began to host i realized that i got better and better as a host and people was like yo like how do you do what you do it's practice like how often do you practice hosting and 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 and, I, and that's a general question to anybody who wants to be a host. Like, how often are you that person facilitating the vibes? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily speaking, 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 speaking. But facilitating the vibes. Facilitating the vibes. Being the chief personality in the room. Mm-hmm. Does, does being the chief personality in the room, does that come with, like, not even a, 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 um, a tax? I don't want to describe it as a tax. But, like, does, does, it, does it, like, weigh on you sometimes? When you're hosting, do you, like when you realize that everybody is literally feeding off of your personality, does it feel like draining sometimes? It it doesn't feel draining. It feels almost like like I don't want to say a balloon is attached to me or I'm attached to balloons, but it feels like I I'm floating, and I have to float in the directions that will contribute to the vibe. Mm-hmm. If I'm hosting in a room full of people, I have to find the people that are engaged with me so I can engage with them so more people can, can want to be engaged. Right. And that's what it is. It's an uphill battle every single time. From the moment that I introduce myself, I have to let them know. And it's been a part of my tagline. Like, yo, I'm not a comedian. <laughs> don't, if you don't, don't laugh, make you laugh, don't put that on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't say this is a bad show because you ain't chuckle. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if they wind up chuckling, that's a plus. Nah, because I, I think a lot of people think that the, the main job of a host is to make everybody laugh. Mm-hmm. But that's a this, common misconception. But, yo, people don't only, only laugh because you're funny. People laugh because 
you make them happy. Mm-hmm. And I would like to feel that I make people happy. My first event that I hosted, people were not happy with me until they ate. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the first lesson that I learned. Like, you got to give them something. <laughs> You got to. <laughs> and they came to the dinner to eat. Mm-hmm. So I also learned that you know, I was talking too much. I was talking way too much. And then when I realized that I was talking too much, it's, I kind of like was able to bring it down. And I was able to dial it back because ain't nobody going to say, yo, stop. Stop speaking, please. Nobody going to stop you midway. This is something that you had to figure out on your own. You understand what I'm saying? And I'd ask people, but then it, it took my best friends and my closest friends um, back in like in college, it was it was Tiffany and it was Billy. I I love them to death. Like mm-hmm. they kept me grounded. And then I had my fraternity brothers like Sunday, Mo, and and and, and Greg, and they held me down. They was like, "Yo, son, mm-hmm. you 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 got you gotta make sure that you you can't do too much. You gotta have the confidence in who you are, so that you are the best you." And I say that all the time. Like, you got to be the best you. Mm -hmm. Because if you try and be somebody else, you're not being you and everybody can see who knows you. It's a fact. The people who know you pointed out right away. And and, and if you know, on a college campus, everybody think they know you. Another fact. So now you out here pretend you... It's bad enough if you are yourself and they're like, yo, who is this person? (laughs) Like, that's that's when you you asked out of luck. Excuse Mm -hmm. my language. But... At the same time, if you can show different sides of you that are always genuine, mm-hmm. then people can fall in love with different parts of you. And you learn yourself through experiences I've learned myself through hosting. And when I became on camp, when, when like when I when I went into like doing on camera stuff, right. which I started in college, like my first gig was with BET, but I never went into the BET office. I didn't see what Viacom looked like, nothing. I sent them a video, they posted it on TV. So I thought I made it. I was like, yo, I'm here. Mad, yo, mask that. Now you, now we jump back into college. So let me mm-hmm. provide a timeline. Stop playing ball in 2011 because I got to college. Started hosting in 2011. So it's like it's almost like that dream goes away, and then you pick the next up door. The one. next door open right, right away. Feel me? Then fast forward a couple of years. Well, a good amount of years, four years. I did it in and out. They said, yo, you, we don't need you here for two. <laughs> And we had enough of you. You understand what I'm saying? And I, I, when I got out, it was like, yo, mass communications and broadcasting is my degree. And on my degree, it says Bachelor's of Arts. It doesn't say... Science. It don't... No, so, it, not even... I mean, some people says Bachelor's of Science, but it still don't say what the hell you studied. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And my, I see what you're saying. I see where you're going with this. Like, uh-huh. anybody who graduated knows... It don't, it like, don't even tell you what exactly you it, studied. It just says either Bachelor of Arts... Bachelor of Science, mm-hmm. simple. Then the, the next place you gonna see it, cause everybody else not gonna see it. If, even if you hang it on your wall, is is in your resume. Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought it was. Alright, cool. Let me get to the resume work. But right before I graduated, BET posted this video that I just posted to social media and it added a hashtag that said "Who is Michael Wade." People reposted, and I was on TV. Mm-hmm. I lost my mind. <laughs> I lost it. I was with my man's. I was like, yo, yo. Niggas, that's how we death the fuck my, you Yo, my man used to bust my ass in balls. So he's like, yo, because he hype. You know, uh-huh. I'm not with the boy. He's still in my corner. You feel me? Shout out to my man's Chris. But at the end of the day, 
I did that and it was like, I still, how the hell do I get in the door? I'm still not in the door. Even though, even though they, they kind of know who I am, even though they post using my content and my foot is still not even, I haven't even cracked the door. Yo, like technology did that. You feel me? It was, it was my way in and, but it, but it was like a facade. So now, now you fast forward to now and then we still back a year ago, I guess, or like, you know, a couple months, I guess you say, all right, now June now. June's when I'm officially rolling and shaking mm-hmm. and moving. Like, yo, Mike, do what you got to do. Michael Wade, it's your show. I, I'm braggadocious now. I'm doing my intro. Now you feel, now you, now you feeling it a little more now. You, you feel me? I'm comfortable. And I'm, I'm here. like, yo, I'm still losing. <laughs> losing in what sense, though? How are you still losing? I'm still losing the video games. I'm still getting oh, the, snacked oh, oh, and Tekken. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting punched in Capcom versus Marvel, bro. <laughs> Yo, I have no idea. I'm playing 2K, a game I played my whole life, and I'm and I'm I'm like it's like I'm playing a different game. Mm-hmm. But then I start to win, like, and it's just that it's really. And then I go back to losing because I got like one dub, mm-hmm. and then I went to went. I'm taking L's on camera. I'm like, yo, what? Why I keep losing? But I'm not. Just couldn't there. figure it out. Yo, I'm not there to win in no video game. I'm here to show my personality. I'm, 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 I'm exactly where I never thought I would be. Right. So you was literally getting caught up in the idea that yo, I'm playing. <laughs> you feel me, bro? I'm playing video games with these, with these well-known people. But outside of the fact that I'm, I'm getting, able, I'm getting to meet them. Mm-hmm. Outside of the fact that my team is meeting their team. Outside of the fact that I'm even on camera right now with a reputable company. So Mac Wild, Mac Wilds went through the whole team. Mac Wild smacked me. Smacked the whole team. He, no, 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 no. He smacked me. I said, nah, this man is he's too nice. He's too nice. On camera. He smacked me on camera. You feel me? Like in the game. In the game. Not not Mac Wilds didn't. Yeah, he ain't putting hands on me. Capcom versus Marble. He demolished me. Mm-hmm. Um and then everybody was like, oh, we got some time to see me. He didn't waxed everybody, everybody in the studio. In the studio. He, he 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 his man's got on the sticks too. He waxed his man's. You feel me? <laughs> Like yo, you came with him, bro. Like, like that's supposed to. <laughs> but but at, 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 at the end of the day, the dopest part about it is we connecting over video games, mm-hmm. and and I'm and I'm talking to, to people that play video games and, and have had their own experience. We are talking about technology. Technology has provided another way for me to do something via technology. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's really no escaping it. It's just about maneuvering. It's about how you use it. Yeah, it's about how you use it. It's really about how you use it. I'm also speaking to a bunch of people that's telling me how they use their talents and they push it through technology. You wouldn't know nothing about a lot of people if it wasn't for it a wasn't video camera. And then when I sit down and think about that, they get to show a different side because you see a lot of different sides of a person when they're losing. <laughs> they could be winning in life. A lot of people done seen me in different spaces, but you see celebrities too, and I win. You feel me? They be kind of like, yo, stop asking me questions, bro. They be like, yo, why you asking all these questions, bro? Let's just play the game. We can get let's back just, to let's the interview. Let's just focus on this right now. That's when you realize they're actually humans too. And, then we and, got, they, and they hate losing just as much as you hate you losing. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But, but I would never say that like that ever affected how we played the game. Mm-hmm. Like We get to be real. Like it's no, it's no, I, and I and I say starstruck. I was never starstruck. I was starstruck like once. <laughs> for who? Who, who you starstruck for? All right, all right. So I was starstruck. I, I don't really want to say because then they are gonna look back. And be like, ah, oh, he looked like he was starstruck. And all <laughs> but I was starstruck for the Terrence J. The Terrence J. Yeah, and we and I, I got to speak to him about like 
yo, I saw you on the stage that I wanted to be on and I was on after you. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw him at Syracuse University and then I went and I did numerous shows at Syracuse That's University. Mm-hmm. And then he spoke about a book that he wrote and it's, it was about his experiences. And that was way he, that was the way he communicated to whoever wants to know about him. And I understood more of his story. So not to sit next to him for our paths to cross and him to not even know that like, yo, I, I was, I've been watching you. He's like, yo, son, like, it's pretty dope to know that I, I inspired, inspired you. somebody. Yeah. And, and, and to, I actually was able to meet you for you to tell me that. Yeah, for it to you. come full circle. Right. Like, that's the that's the dopest thing that I ever want to see. Like, when I, before I took my leap of faith, I, I, I was an educator. I was a counselor. I worked with young people. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was in youth development since I was in high school. So, like. To see one of my students like make it and be like, "Yo, Mister Mike, you, I low key you you made me wanna push Try through at certain times." Right, like that would mean a lot. That mean a whole lot. And I've always said that it would mean a lot because it hasn't happened to me yet. But for me to be that person who gave it to somebody else, it was like, "Well, damn!" Like, you know, like I I, I didn't. You hear me now? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it in, in the moment for like for you to be. I'm not that validation because I'm pretty sure he's heard that so many times. But right. For you to know that that's what you can look forward to. Like, I can look forward to somebody bettering themselves because of what, what they saw me do. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, at that point in time, I didn't mind that I lost to him, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because... <laughs> it's funny because I feel like you remember in the L's a lot more than you remember the W's. Because it's probably more L's than W's. But I, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold that against you. Yo, it is a lot more L's than W's. But I learned L's is only lessons. Like every episode, <laughs> even and, in video games, as corny as it sounds, even every episode games. I'm learning something mm-hmm. about the industry, about what they do, about their craft, their talent, their story. Um, also, like a year ago, we still saying year. Generally speaking, like I was here in Great Ryan Studios. Mm-hmm. Like I, I grew up around music. I, I, I studied audio engineering and design as a minor. Still mm-hmm. not on my diploma. You feel me? <laughs> I mean, still my, my degree. Run. My degree. Still, my fault. Still, still didn't find a room when you. You feel nothing. me? Yo, I, when I got it, I thought I would write it in a sharpie, and I got good handwriting, so I thought. It'll it blend in, but it, uh, there's no space at all for it. It's, <laughs> it's funny though because due to the fact that there's nothing on your diploma when you get it, you could be any major that you want to be Yo, on paper. It's the same. You feel me? It's the same paper. Mm-hmm. So then you sit down, you think about it. It's all about integrity. And in this industry, in this space, when you create art, you're putting something that you do out for the world to judge and criticize. So I admire anybody who does it. I've never encountered a celebrity that I don't respect. I've mm-hmm. never encountered a man on the street that I don't respect. And I think that's what made me who I am on the camera. Like, I've also never been starstruck until that moment. Like, and I can honestly then that's how you. that's how you know it was genuine. Because if you yourself could, oh, you're somebody who's, who's been around stars. You've met multiple mm-hmm. people. And then for you to actually feel have that feeling, so you know it was genuine. Yeah, man. And, 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 to, and also... Over time, I began to realize, yo, celebrities are, I mean, I knew this, but when I began to share the same types of emotions and experiences and situations with celebrities, and when I was able to laugh and also take on some hard moments, not mm-hmm. necessarily saying there were like tears on the show. There was never any tears on the show. But when you ask somebody about what drives them, when you ask somebody about what was that turning point for them, 
it is probably the most powerful moment or response that anybody will give you. They'll be like, yo, this happened to me because I was at the lowest point where the only way out was up. When you left at those odds, you understand why you got to take a leap. And a year ago, I was, I didn't, a year ago to this day, I didn't have the show. And that's why this past year has been like the best and the most challenging. It's a very inspiring year. Yeah, man. The next one, that's the problem. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm here by the, by, got the next one by the collars. Like, yo, what's next? <laughs> what you want me to do? You want me to drop a mixtape? What you, you want so, me to so write a script? What would you say is next Another script? Year? Like, honestly, I need more control over the-, the Over your creation process? Over or just, my, my- Or your art in general? Both. Because that's what it is. The, hmm. cre- the creation process is what dictates the art. A lot of people want to push art and don't want to do the creation process. Like every video production project has a treatment. And if it's not written down, you got enough talented people in the room to make it happen on the fly. And people so used to seeing talent, they don't know what the work looked like. Right. And you so used to seeing talent, you don't know what the work You don't know what the behind the scenes look like, right? No, I mean like, like you, like, like you in your body, you seen people make it but you don't know what it's like when you get in that meeting and now you have to do what they did mm-hmm. or you gotta say what they said or not say nothing because somebody else you gotta trust you got the right people around you mm-hmm. and, and and I'm I'm eager to see what this year has in store for me but more importantly what this year has in store for the people around me because the growth is amazing to see like i see people meet people who tell me yo I, i've been to one of your shows and i was like which one and they'll tell me at college and i'm like you came all the way you you left where we met here <laughs> which is new york city and went to yeah, college went to and college came so back and then we bumped into each other and you're able to say say that like you understand what i'm saying like that's dope you are an amazing person <laughs> like what else am i saying right like, cause you keeping me going right sometimes, now. Sometimes life hum- life humbles you like that to the point where you don't even know what to say. Yo, if you go abroad, and have you ever taken a solo trip? Nah, not yet. I've never taken a solo trip either. So I'm we both just imagining this. What That's a solo it, trip would be. What like. a solo trip would be, right? You take a trip by yourself and you go abroad, bro, and you just like, damn, I'm kind of lonely. You begin to find everything that reminds you that of home. Exactly. That gives you that home feeling. It's funny, the moment that you tell yourself you're kind of lonely is when you'll start finding friends. Like, it's weird like that. Or when friends will start or finding friends, you. Or, or friends, exactly. You took the words about where friends will start finding you. Mm-hmm. The moment that you recognize that, like, yo, I'm lonely, I need help, that's when guys, like, I right, don't worry about it, turn this corner, bust this left, bust this right, and then all of a sudden, the people that you need to be in contact with, the people that you need to be around, the people that you need to, sh- that need to show you the island around, the mm-hmm. person that you're going to end up living with for the week that you did, mm-hmm. that's when they pop up on you. Or you might just be chilling like, yo, I'm lonely, and you hear somebody say, yeah, <laughs> and you in Istanbul, you like, huh? somebody from, yeah, <laughs> you had just pop out of wherever you, <laughs> you feel me? Yo, let me tell you something. Recently, uh-huh. right now, we chilling. Um, on recording but I got a, a message out the blue and I got this message a couple times 
and it was a gift of me. I'm like, yo, a gift of oh, a gif gif. Of, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. Gif is that how you say? It? Well, I say yeah, gift. Yeah. I know when you say gift, I literally, I literally thought you meant gift. Oh, oh gift like present. Yeah, anytime oh, somebody oh, says gift, I oh, always get thrown oh, off. Oh, God, be, God, be. So yeah. I should probably say gif a bit more, or maybe your 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 listeners uh, uh, and subscribers could. You know, decipher it, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. they, they know what we're talking about by now. Yeah, GIF, I, I, GIF, I actually need to know because I need to be poli- politically correct. I'm jacking so. it, I don't like political correctness, but I'm jacking it. <laughs> GIF, I respect it. No, I, respect I think that. I think political correctness, I don't want to go off topic, but I think mm-hmm. political correctness causes everybody to be lies and deceivers. Yo, you know what the thing is, though? That is exactly what makes this thing so hard because I have to be politically correct, but I'm also am a morally sound person and I gotta I gotta tell it how it is. I gotta tell how I feel sometimes, and sometimes stuff happens at shows or events, and I just I be having to tell it how it is not necessarily saying the show goes wrong mm-hmm. but i may have to interact with the audience member and I, the audience member just might not be jacking me <laughs> they might not be feeling it just, my it just may not go the way that you envision it in your head mm-hmm. and, and and sometimes i just gotta give them the the spotlight and the opportunity to get to get their shit off to, to get that off their chest this mm-hmm. is what you wanted here here's, here's your moment to shine you paid your money you you paid your money you deserve this experience <laughs> just as much as everybody else does yeah, and it's insane that if you do a good job captivating the audience, I might just bring you up here. You might be my co-host. You might, you feel me? You might, I gotta respect it. Gotta respect the craft. You, you got no choice but to respect it. But I mean, yo, like we, we talking about the solo trips, and then uh, you realize the moment you recognize it, you lonely. Mm-hmm. The people start coming around, oh, inspiring yeah, yeah. your life. And 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 oh, so so the gif, the gif. Mm-hmm. The gift. I yeah, got you say you got somebody sent you the, the, the gift. Gift of myself saying saying you're. I said it on one of the episodes, <laughs> but for somebody, I don't know how to make a gift. Mm-hmm. So somebody, <laughs> somebody else make a gift, and then they get back to me. I gotta be hype. All right. Yo, look that up. Um, I got a gift out. Um, it, I got a red hat in it. You can ask whoever you need to ask about the year. About who <laughs> might just make sure you feel me. You use it whenever you got to because it's so appropriate mm-hmm. and. That's something that I like to say. Like everything happens for a reason, and no matter how low you feeling, like that's gonna pop up. That gif hit my line. Gif hit my line, and I was like, still buzzing. <laughs> like <laughs> you feel me? Like I looked around trying to the find con- where the, the like, content's finding new ways to recreate itself. Recreate itself, and then then that just shows me like yo, just keep going, son, because. Every creative gets into a slump where they're like, ah, I don't know what to do. Fam, it's because you haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. But, 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 how, but how does one move when you reach that slump where it's like, yo, I really don't know what to do next? It's easy to just be like, yo, get up and do it. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be like, yo, you ain't do it yet. But it's just like, yo, how do you even know what the next step to take is sometimes? With the year, no matter, I, I made that reference or I use that situation to just... Highlight the fact that no matter where you go, somebody gonna feel like how you feel. Mm-hmm. And you, and when you feel like however you feel, and you feel like you need something, be what you need. Be the change you want to see in the world. That's how it go. You feel me? That's right. what we used to hear. And shout outs to Gandhi and all the other people who said it. it. But like, that's really what it is. Because once you create it, like that hurt you're you're climbing a hurdle or you're 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 building you're climbing a mountain you're building yourself up so that you can overcome this and whatever you put out see that's the magnificent thing about podcasting and things nowadays where you put out content mm-hmm. you're capturing situations you're capturing, you're capturing moments. moment in time mm-hmm. 
and I, and I think I, I, now this is either Lauren Hill or Erica Badu said you, you can create an experience. Well, they had they said something along the lines of you can create an experience or you can capture an experience. Making music is like capturing the experience. Like re- recording the music is like capturing the experience. But when you perform it. You're creating a whole new one. A whole new one, right? It's two different vibes, even though it's the same record. And and you gotta find what spectrum you on. Before I got my show, before I started to do pre-recorded stuff, I did live stuff. My mm-hmm. first event was live, and those experiences and moments that I created meant enough for those people to keep me going, so that I can now document and capture experiences and then share that with the world and it's a never-ending cycle you got to find out what the cycle is in your route or passion you understand what i'm saying and then that's the stuff that you keep kind of doing so your leaps of faith just become taking flight right your leaps of faith not now they're more calculated yo it's it's take off you feel me like go time yo you don't gotta go off the cliff no more like i don't gotta be down to be up Mm -hmm. i could just take off right now and and you you begin to master that, but how you ever gonna take off when you don't know how it feel to fall? So you gotta take off, mm. and that's pretty much what my year was like. That's a pretty inspiring year, only because the reason why I say it's very inspiring is because I think I feel like I'm on I'm on I'm on the earlier version of my my quote unquote wavy year. I'm still in the very early stage. Talk to my, me about it. Talk to, to my, me about my wavy year. So it's like. At this point, it's just me figuring out not even where I want to go next with the podcast, but just how I can improve week to week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it was a little, this is something I probably should have started way earlier last year than I did. But, you know, I was just, you know, procrastinating. Not even really procrastinating, more so just not really believing. Letting it simmer. Right. Like, you know, the idea, the idea, the, the idea to start a podcast is sparked early last year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all, I should really do that. I'm a body. And I mm-hmm. think I'd be wavy. Even if I'm not wavy right away, mm-hmm. I know eventually I'll be do. I'll be wavy at that. People gonna bang with you regardless. Go June goes by, August go by, July go by. I still haven't even. I'm just like, alright. So eventually, I gotta just get a bedouin because who am I? If I can't even take my own self serious, mm-hmm. like if I can't even tell myself I'm gonna do something to follow through with it, who am I? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing: if you don't start somewhere. You ain't gonna know where you could go, right? You feel me? And that's the biggest part about it. If you didn't start the podcast, you don't got nothing to show for it. And that's what I realized because my, my 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 thing at first was, yo, I could start. A, I, I know I love sports a lot, but I know for a fact I also want to talk to a lot of young creatives and just get an idea where they head is at, figure out their journey as well too. I'm like, yo, which direction do I go in? Which direction do I go in? What do I do? And then I realized. The only way for me to figure out which direction to go in is by starting. It's by taking taking a step in a direction. Direction, figuring out as you go along what do I want to go. Because you so, can't you can't know you're going the wrong way until you go the wrong way. Exactly. <laughs> until you, like it's literally not until I started the podcast, started doing the week to week. Then I realized, all right, this is wavy, but now nah, I want to do this like this. I want to do this like that, and that's something that I wouldn't be able to figure out until I started doing it. So it's just, and and I think, and it's funny because it's. I feel like we're creators, and you can speak to this as well too. Once you come up with an idea to do something, you like go. You, at first, you go through the stage of like resistance, where it's like you you, mm-hmm. you find you finding every reason not to do it. You finding every reason to figure out why why it would go wrong instead of just going past it. And I think 
You got to be able to recognize when that resistant point comes up and be able to look past it and go with it. It got it. It got to sit for a while. If it doesn't sit with you for long, you don't. You never wanted to do it. But if it sits for a while, then it's a passion. It's stirring inside of you, and then innately, it will be what it got to be. But you also got to start to get better. So, like, you also got to be able to show. Like what you what you've done, you gotta show progression. A lot of artists nowadays, I compare this to music because that's the first form of art that we know that was monetized. Mm-hmm. They put out a lot of stuff, and then they put out the stuff, and then they take it down because they because they made it. They gotta start from scratch. But people don't know what they did before, or a lot of people gotta search for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people may never know. A lot of people too lazy to search. Some people f- feel like it gets forgotten it's, it's funny though because speaking to something that you said earlier being that there's so much content out there you like you said you know sometimes you don't even know where to search mm-hmm. or how to search or what you're looking for because mm-hmm. there's so many different things being thrown at you so it's, it's, some, it's, it's very easy for you to get clouded and not figure out or, or it's very easy for you to like to group everything into one category and just say, oh, these these are all the same. All these types of art are all the same. All these artists are all the same. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in me even trying out each of their art. There's no point in me even taste testing all of that because it's all the same. It's very easy to get it's very easy to get lost in in, in the in the sea of content that that, that the internet is. And you got to take that angle. Um, I think everything recreates itself mm-hmm. when the podcast. Thing started and, and I got to speak to one of my guests, Cypher Sounds, well, one of the guests for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a part of like one of the original podcasts that started up. I remember that? And I remember, I remember, I remember hearing him um, speak about that on another show. Mm-hmm. So he, so like to speak to that 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 gentleman, like, and to understand that he was the part of the creation. He he's a part of the creation of something. Mm-hmm. God fathered something, and then it was like, all right, I and look what, what and look look what the medium has turned into. And then he's doing something else. And that's what it boils down to. You got to do something. You got to jump on the wave in order to understand how it starts, where it starts, and how you could ride it. And podcasting has transformed even from how it started. I don't even really remember how it started. I don't I not remember. I don't know how it started, mm-hmm. period. I, I, didn't, I didn't discover podcasting until like... Surprisingly, 2017. So, I mean, podcasting started after the radio kind of not really took a turn for the worse, but radio is not immediately accessible all the time. Right. It became immediately accessible after you recorded it and posted it to YouTube, like mm-hmm. the Breakfast Club and Hot 97. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Which is kind of, which is dope. Like, it's, it's mad cool because everybody needs a visual nowadays. And mm-hmm. that's great for marketing. But they not gonna lose their spot. So now podcasting, you're not paying for the radio time. You're not paying for the airtime. You probably not gonna shop around or try and create your own frequency. To that's a lot. <laughs> so D, right? But what you could do is record and just have it uploaded to our RSS feed, and everybody could access it at any moment in time. And then push it the same way people push stuff out their trunk. That's a fact. And then when you pushing stuff like that and you sit down and you think about it, mm-hmm. damn, you really making content, like great content, but ain't nobody clocking it, ain't nobody watching it, ain't nobody up on it. But the moment you blow, it's there. It's a fact. 
It's funny because the moment, like you said, the moment you blow, all of a sudden, all your old content is getting love. You feel me? <laughs> That's why it's like you always got to stay ready. You always got to be on point. Always got to stay whenever, ready. Whenever, whenever, whenever God decides, that, it's, it's your time. Mm-hmm. Everything that you've done is going to have a spotlight on it. Everything's going to have a spotlight on it. And I always heard, like, growing up, that success is when preparation meets opportunity. Mm. And I've been telling myself I need to be prepared. A lot of people get opportunities nowadays and not they prepared. blow it. Or just they just, or they just probably don't recognize it's an opportunity. And they blow we, we've it. We've all been there. When you get that opportunity, you didn't even realize, you didn't even realize it was an opportunity. You understand you what I'm saying? But at the same time, in order for you to realize it's an opportunity, you might have to blow it. And learn from that. But if you don't blow it, you still got to sit down and retreat. If you maximize on an opportunity, you may not realize it was an opportunity in that moment. Mm -hmm. Same way I did it. And if you're moving too fast, that's how you blow it. You move fast in the moment, that means you wasn't ready. You feel I was getting me? ready to say, if you if you live in the moment, the chances of you blowing it are, are slim. Like, if you actually, if you mm-hmm. make sure that you're, you're present at every single moment. And it sounds simple, mm-hmm. but I want people to understand, if you're present at every single moment, it's more, it, the, the amount of opportunities that I come to you, it'd be harder for you to blow it. Because when you're focused on the actual moment, when you're focused on the right now, is you're gonna be? It's gonna be so much easier for you to recognize the things that's around. It's gonna be so much easier to recognize when opportunity presents itself because you're there. Because think about all the times where you're in a situation and you're not even really there. Mm-hmm. Or like think about the times where you're on a train and you're not even really there. Your mind is already ten years ahead. Exactly. You feel me? So, but at the same time, some people get stuck in that mindset. They thinking so far ahead that they forget what they're doing now. Not mm-hmm. even that they forget what they're doing now. Like they taking it for granted, but they almost just stop. And a lot of people get in that mindset. Like, mad people say they do this, say they do that. And where's the receipt? I think I think it's important to... Not only is it important to live in the present moment, it's important to plan. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's important to focus on planning when it's time to plan. Mm-hmm. The, like, yes, it's very, it's, it's very important to think years ahead. You should always think years ahead. But I think when you constantly thinking years ahead, and when you're constantly thinking forward, constantly thinking five, ten years ahead... You kind of you take for granted what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. You take for granted the opportunities you have right now. You get complacent. That's what you're talking because I can see how you. Get, it makes sense how people could get complacent because it's like if you're constantly thinking five, ten years ahead, never really appreciating the, the opportunities presenting itself right now. Mm-hmm. It get it could get overwhelming for you. You'll feel like yo, I'm never gonna reach there because like your, your mind is so fixated on that that you can't even see what's being given to you right now. Mm-hmm. You can't even appreciate what you have right now. And everything that's right in front of you is just for the taking. So if you're looking away, those things could easily pass. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing about monetizing, tracking, and keeping that record. Like, if you blow two years from now, but you stop today, are you ready? It's crazy because I, f- I feel like there's going to be, like, I feel like when God comes, right, even for the people that do make it to heaven, there's going to be times where he pull them to the side like, yo, listen. I remember in 2020, you sitting on your, you sit, you woke up that morning, you sat in your bed, and you were so overwhelmed by the future that you decided to quit. Mm-hmm. And if you kept going, I had something ready for you 2021. Mm-hmm. I had it right there for you to grab it in 2021, but you, but you just got so like, you just got so caught up in everything that you just never took the time to just 
appreciate where you were. Mm-hmm. You never take the time to say, yo, this is what, like five years ago, I was feeding the bee right here. And you never take the time to really take in the fact that, yo, I'm here. I'm where I said I was going to be. Mm-hmm. And you blew it. You, you blew it. You blew it if you sit down and you think about, if you think too much about what's going to happen X, Y, Z amount of years from now. Mm-hmm. You, you got to have a goal. And if you have a goal and you attain that goal, then it, then that's when you sit back and you be like, all right, cool. I made that happen. And that's the the ebbs and the, you and feel me? And it, that's how I go. That's the highs and the lows. like, And that's a part of life. Mm-hmm. But you got to be able to flex on both, both, both sides. I was on some real, like, yo, I'm not even trying to do this no more if this don't. <laughs> If it don't hit the way I thought it would, I'm just I'm. It might just be the time for me to just walk away. Yeah, and but, it's, but the, the, I ain't gonna cut you off. But the thing with that is, how do you know? Like for example, for some people, there's a lot of people who put. I see a lot of people who put a lot of work into to art that's not necessarily them. Mm. Where it's like, if you put that same energy into something else, mm-hmm. it'll hit for you. But how do you know? Especially when it's like you got people around you who, who probably. Think that 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 think that you're going on the right path. So people around you mm-hmm. probably don't want to hurt your feelings. How do you know when to step away and try something else? Or how do you know to keep going? At least from your perspective. I think you always got to be able to try something else. If, if you're doing something to the point where you can't try something else, then you, you might be doing it too much. If, if 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 you can't step away and be like, all right, cool. I didn't I didn't shot a basketball for years. Let me try and throw a football. Like, I got done throwing a football. I can throw a little spiral, but mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get hit. You feel me? And a lot of people they they out here and they trying to throw the football. They they but they getting hit because they in the wrong league. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that. You gotta you gotta know what it feel like to be fulfilled. And that's a feeling that a lot of people don't know. Like fulfillment because you on your Instagram, you seeing likes and you seeing numbers and you thinking that's the way out. That's not the way out. Is is for damn sure not the way out. Right. It's not in your phone. <laughs> Be- but 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 I didn't found a way out. I don't I don't want to say I found a way out, but I have an idea of how, of how I'm gonna get out, and it it happened when I stepped a, a bit more away from my phone. And that's what I really like. You got to know the tendencies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what happened during that time while y- you were in your growth process? When that uncomfortable space comes around again, are you going to be ready for it? Or are you going to be so used to winning and being in your stride that, damn, now. Nah, a little nah, bit of adversity hits you, and all of a sudden you're ready to just walk away for good. You feel me? You climb your step. What's the next one? Another step. <laughs> you just gotta look at it like, Woo! You might need, you might need to look back one time. Be like, all right, that look one. Where I look where I done came from. That's how I done did that one. But if you, if you, if you gonna, if you gonna stop now, you either gonna stop and stay, or you gonna turn back. And That's I'm not fact. happy where I'm at. I'm, I'm good. I'm not gonna be like, feeling good. I'm, 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 I'm where I, I'm where I wanna be. Right. But I'm not. I'm, I'm. Now I ain't about to get complacent and comfortable. It, it could get better. It will get better. I, and, and, and I'm going to wait. And then when it does get better, I'm going to live in that moment. That's how you got to do it. Mm-hmm. That's it's how only you got to do it. 
Well, I I think we touched on everything. I'm not gonna front. All right, cool. I, I just wanted to make sure that we. I feel, hit like, I feel like I feel like we touched on everything. I feel like I feel like we went. I feel like this conversation made a couple of circles mm-hmm. that everybody be able to, to take from. But tell the people where they can find you. Where can they find you? Where can um, they find your content? People can find me right now on Instagram and Twitter. I am Michael Wade. I A M M I C H A E L W A D E. On social, um, I mean on YouTube. I do have my own YouTube channel, but I'd much rather people check out my website, www.whoismichaelwade.com. I had to stay true to the hashtag that got me to where mm-hmm. I am today. Follow the movement. Follow the movement. Mm-hmm. Closing out here on the King Bentley Podcast, live from Great Vibes Studios. Y'all hear the vibes. Y'all hear the music. It's the King Bentley Podcast. We're going to get back to work. Thank you for having me, boss. No doubt. No doubt. You've been listening to the King Bentley Podcast. You can follow the King Belly Pod on Instagram and Facebook. You can subscribe to the King Belly Podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Your support is greatly appreciated.